Kings returned to practice, and were they listening to us during the All-Star break? This is the Kings Court. And now! Ryan in Sacktown, doing Ryan in Sacktown things. Court is in session, Kings fans in court is brought to you by Bennett's Westside Grill in Rockland. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com for more information and their other locations. The Kings returned to the practice floor yesterday. Mike Brown, some of the team, spoke to the media. Uh, so it was great to see him back. Glad they had a good break. I want to take you back to the If You Don't Like That post-game show against the Suns. We were taking calls, and I was asked why it seems the Kings give up an inordinate amount of three-pointers, especially to role players. Here's how I answered. That is three-point percentages by the Kings' opponents so far this season So on one side, you've got what teams average against the rest of the NBA, and then you have what they're averaging against the Kings. So I don't need to explain what you see here. Many of the percentages are much higher. So David, to answer your question quite simply, what happens is other teams are coming in or coming into Golden One Center or the Kings are hitting the road and they're not closing out defensively properly. They're not closing out on the perimeter. When they don't close out on the perimeter, they're either out of position or they take a bad angle. When that happens, it allows guys to blow by. That means somebody else has to step up and that leaves a wide open three for your opponents. So tonight, Royce O'Neal, Grayson Allen, Guys like that, they're getting wide open looks and they're NBA players. So most times they're going to make it. So what happens is you let these guys get into the flow and before you know it, it's open season. Yes, and I stand by that. So yesterday, Mike Brown, during his media availability, you know, he was asked about the normal stuff, trip to Tahoe, um all-star break how are the guys did they get some rest and then finally they get around to talking some basketball mike was asked what points he's looking to hammer home here in the second half of the season but you know as as crazy as it sounds uh defensively for us uh we've made improvements in a lot of areas the one area that's hurting us and hurting us really bad because we're not good at it is defending the three-point line. Uh, we're dead last in defending the three-point line, and uh, and you know even if, if if we were basically average or slightly above average defending the three, not even the best, but uh, slightly around average, our defense rating we'd be eighth in the NBA, mm-hmm. and. That's pretty good at this yeah. point in the season. And that's a huge jump. And uh, so there are areas that we have to improve upon when it comes to closing out, not just the hot guys, but to non-hot guys as well. And uh, so our technique, our sense of urgency, all that has to be on par. And that's probably the biggest thing that we, we, we 
talked about defensively. But I, I, I like the, the direction we're headed on that end of the floor, uh, with the exception of us uh, defending the three-point line. And if we can get that corrected, uh, I think we'll be in a pretty good position to finish this stretch run and, and go into the playoffs. Um, and, and offensively, the reality of it is uh, um, our free throw efficiency. You know, if our free throw efficiency was better than what it was, than what it is, excuse me, you know, even if, especially like if it was, if we were the same as last year, um, we'd be a top 10, maybe even top five offense very easily, you know, and, and so we're doing, our guys are doing a lot of good things and they have to continue to try to uh, perform at a high uh, level in a lot of different areas. But there are, again, a couple of areas that we can really improve on offensively and defensively. I just gave you the, probably the one major one in each category. But there are a couple of areas that we need to focus on and try, like the Dickens, to become a lot better than what we are right now. So that's Mike Brown. So I'm not doing the I told you so. But what I am doing is saying... There's some things that many of us, many of you, have pointed out that are elementary, that are fundamental, that the Kings may or may not be doing, and it doesn't get corrected, and it's been frustrating this season. So to hear Mike recognize that, it's great, because it's the truth. Awesome. That's a really good stat, Kings fans. Think about that. If they can just defend the three-point line, according to Mike Brown, average, the Kings would be eighth in defensive rating. Okay, so let's put that in our hat. Now let's go to free throws. We know the free throw percentage is bad, okay? But you know what else is also bad? It's free throw attempts. They're down 13.2% this year over last year. My coach at SDSU, Steve Fisher, always preached, you gotta make more than the other team takes. Grant, that's for you because you know Steve's voice. So anyways, you got to make more than the other team takes. Now, is that realistic? Probably not, but you want to be right around there. And the Kings aren't. And free throws, I don't need to tell you how important they are come uh, the postseason for this basketball team. Let's talk about another area that this Kings team does incredibly well, yet they don't do it enough. The Kings are fourth in the NBA in two-point percentage. At 51 or 57.1%, excuse me, 57.1%. However, the Kings are 27th in the NBA in two point attempts. So you're shooting yourself in the foot. Play inside out basketball. Now, a second ago, we were talking about defending the three pointer. I'm going to go back to defense one last time. The Kings are excellent at keeping other teams off of the offensive glass. In fact, they are first in the NBA 
at keeping other teams off the offensive glass. It's a huge stat. It really is. So credit to them. If they can keep that up, that's huge because the Kings aren't bad themselves at offensive rebounding. They're not. 10.3 a game, 17th in the league, middle of the road, okay. But it's better, feels better than last year. So what I'm saying is there's a lot of things to be optimistic about here in Sacramento if you're a Kings fan. There's things that can be fixed. This Kings team, they take charges well defensively. Steals, they've done better as of late. So if they could put a few of these things together, look, you know, I, I, we talk about the Kings not wanting to be in the play, and I agree with that. But we also talk about the Kings and the teams that we don't think the Kings are going to want to see come the playoffs. And that list is fairly long in the Western Conference. But I'm going to flip it on its head. How many teams are going to want to see the Kings, just even in their form right now, without improving in the areas we've talked about today? Not a lot of them, because you don't know who's going to show up. So um, remember, the Kings went on a huge stretch the last half of the season, and when I say half, it's not really half, but the stretch after the All-Star break last season, the Kings were on fire. Hopefully, they can do the same. First game against San Antonio tomorrow night, and then it is a tough stretch after that. Hey, I want to remind you, stay tuned to If You Don't Like That. Uh, we'll be doing full coverage of the Kings and the Spurs tomorrow. Also, I want to thank you for being here on the King's Court. Please share, subscribe, like. Look, I've only taken 10 minutes and 20 seconds of your time, and I very much appreciate it. This is your only daily free King's Insider podcast. Please, please tell your friends. Go Kings! Light the beam! Court is dismissed.